Not like me. A T-1000. Advanced prototype. You mean more advanced than you are? Yes. A mimetic poly alloy. What the hell does that mean? Liquid metal. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. What up? <laughs> Sometimes they're just perfect. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> they're served up to you, and you say thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I will deliver this. Right. <laughs> How you been, man? Oh, fucking fantastic. It has been dude. like two weeks. It's yeah. been exactly two weeks, and you've been since then. You went on an adventure. Oh, Alaska was amazing, dude. Yeah, I can't wait to go back. Yeah, it's one of those things, especially when you go into an environment that's not your own. Yeah. That completely. Completely. Like this different. Florida boy is just watching mooses yeah. walk and catching fish as big as people. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. It was, it was. I mean, that's what you were looking for, too. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it was absolutely. Do you feel like it was the perfect amount of time or do you feel like you were a day too late? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I screwed up on my flight home. So I was supposed to get I did get back on the 25th. And in my like excitement of being in Alaska, mm-hmm. I totally forgot that I was leaving on the night of the 24th and coming back on the morning was it, of the what 25th. What was the time that you were supposed to take off? Like 7 p.m. Oh, 7 p.m. So yeah. it wasn't really late. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I wanted to go to the uh, Kenai Fjord National Park, and it's a two-hour drive mm-hmm. there. So it would have been two hours there, two hours back, two hours at the place. Yeah. It we're, just, we're dealing with that when we're planning our ours. Be yeah. Like, man, it's, a lot, it's not real close yeah. a lot of these different things. So. I, I think the next time I go... I'll look at like staying a night in yeah. different places, but having like home base and Kenai, like that's your place. Oh dude. It's, yeah. It's, it's interesting where people, they go and they have a great time and yeah. that's their place, man. They, I, like in Hawaii, I know there's other islands, but, uh, Kihei in, uh, in Maui mm-hmm. is our like place. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and I just I just randomly picked that place. Too. Yeah, like there was but no had everything you were looking for. And well, and come to find out, like it's the number one salmon fishing place, like in the world. Like and boom. I'm like, oh okay, well yeah, this was definitely meant to be. So what you was know? your count, your final count for so, your fish? So I came back with ten salmon and two halibut. Um, I could have come back with like full salmon's. Yeah, I mean two full fillets, you wow. know, like at least eighteen inches long. So they like pack them with dry ice, and you just no, they um they f- just they vacuum seal them and freeze them. Yeah, and I mean they're frozen solid, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then they give you like a a cooler, maybe a three foot cooler, uh-huh. you know, styrofoam, and you just bring it back on the plane. And <laughs> just people with coolers all over the place. In the well, plane. in the luggage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. Um, yeah, dude there. I mean, so I came back with like 35 or 40 pounds of fish. Yeah, dude. I saw people that had like 300 pounds of fish. You know, you don't think of that too, that some people will go on a fishing trip to just take care of their fish needs for the next year. Oh you yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it was, and insane. is it like, is it the type of fishing that, you have to be skilled to do it or it's like you throw that shit in there and something's coming out. So you don't even use bait. <laughs> Look at the shiny lore. Yeah. No, like, so, okay. So when speaking about sockeye, um, when they're coming upstream, the salmon don't eat. So they're coming up to spawn, to spawn yeah. and die, yeah. you know? Um, so they're constantly going upstream and they're opening and closing yeah, yeah. their mouths so while just... they're, so you're taking a hook on a weight at about a 20-inch leader, 
and you just put four feet off the rod and you just flick it upstream, follow it down. And when it gets even with you, you do this underhanded swipe. Yeah. And if you don't catch anything, the swipe becomes a circle and goes right back in. So you're just making this circular yeah, motion. You're doing like, and it's yeah. called flossing because what? you're literally just trying to get it in their mouth yeah. because there's so many of them swimming that you're bound to get one. You can just foul hook them and, and like no, no skill required. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't yeah. know any of that. It, it was, it was amazing. There was, Did you, were you aware of any of that? Or no, was it I literally, all brand new? I like, literally learned that. What do you mean? I don't need bait. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was walking up to the river just thinking this is bullshit. This is bullshit. I'm not going to catch any fish. What? This has got to be some kind of joke that they pull on people, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And I get down to the river and there's like three other people there and they're doing what I'm told to do and there's no bait. And like, they started catching fish and I caught a fish, you know, so. It's like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts, man. But it, it was, it was a great time. And then halibut fishing, we went 27 miles out. I don't know. It wasn't the Gulf of Alaska, but it was like the bay to the Gulf yeah. of Alaska. And we were 27 miles out and we still weren't in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, fishing in 270 feet of water. And uh, that was just a chore in itself. And you, you didn't know. watch any movies on the plane. What the hell? I know, right? I, well, so <laughs> that's I, a perfect opportunity because they they throw a couple of those movies in that you don't get to see yet because they're not out. Yeah, so I downloaded like five movies on uh, mm. on HBO Max, you know. Oh, really? But all set to watch. Yeah, but I couldn't get them to come up and play oh, because yeah. like it just didn't work. So I was just like, "Fuck, man!" So I tried to sleep on the plane, and that really was not happening too much. I can't sleep on planes. No, can't like, do it. No, and then I just get agitated and grumpy, but. Then I ended up in Alaska, and I was <laughs> fucking happy. Uh, takes How about you, bud? How hey, you yeah, been? I've been doing good. Yeah? I've, I've just been doing housework for, like, I've been painting the entire inside of the house and door jams and doors and friggin' everything. Yeah, it looks great. It's a process that takes a long time to do. I'm glad I... She better not pull, you know, I'm not so sure about this. <laughs> I, would, I don't want to say she hasn't done that before because she absolutely has. <laughs> I've, I've done, I've painted the bathroom three times. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, the bathroom's one thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not the whole house. <laughs> it could happen. I like this color. Dude, episode 199. 199. Oh, it's crazy, that's, right? That's nuts, that's dude. That's four years. They, I've been seeing like memories come up on Facebook yeah. and everything. And w there was one that was the like. The three of us? Yeah, the one before that though, me and Dave did that first episode like three times yeah. because it was always uh, we were trying to start out with crappy equipment mm -hmm. before we realized we need to get better equipment here. Yeah. One, we only spent like a hundred dollars on equipment, and then we tried to do the first episode twice, and then I was like, "Fuck this!" I sold like half my Walking Dead comic book collection for <laughs> like eight hundred and fifty dollars, yeah, and then bought the zoom recorder for like 600 hell yeah and i was like now it'll work so, yeah <laughs> so when i see memories from that first day and i was like oh yeah that was like a practice round yeah but <laughs> well remember we took the uh, the first original picture in front of the painting that's here. right i yeah. like the picture we got now it's gonna be oh, hard yeah. to like it's change great, it dude. i mean it's, it, it's, it's faith plus one yeah <laughs> it's fucking great <laughs> it's faith man. plus one yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool so yeah, 199, what better time to talk some more Arnold? We'll split him between the 200, man. Right, That's how go. great he is. Uh, yeah, because we have our big 200 episode, which I'm going to spend this. Uh, my girl's gone until like Tuesday night, so I'm going to think Monday or Tuesday I'm going to sit down and write these trivia questions yeah. and everything. We got a good prize. We had another prize, yeah. but I was afraid Justin might cry. Yeah. So 
<laughs> I had to change the prizes and give him the old prize. I'm so glad. <laughs> so, yeah, and even though this is a Schwarzenegger pod, he gave me... Now, which Rambo is this specifically? Uh, like the Well, it's from the cartoon, the okay. Force of Freedom cartoon. I never saw that, yeah. dude. Pull the trail... The, they have commercials I'm up for have it to and watch stuff. It. Yeah, I'm sure you can find an episode on YouTube. Yeah. Force of Freedom. So, oddly enough... Um, I just got finished listening to the audiobook of the novel Rambo. First Blood. First Blood. Yeah. And it's pretty much... I, I was telling you, I read it way back in the day, but man, I... It's pretty much the movie. There's there's a lot more between Rambo and uh, whoever... Brian, Troutman. Well, not Troutman. Troutman's hardly in it at all. Oh, it, uh, uh, Brian Denny. He's yeah, I can't think of yeah. his... Um, starts with a T. Uh, I just yeah. listened to the damn book and I can't... Uh, who read it? Do you know? Um, it was the author, like oh, okay. John Morrill or something huh. like that. Um, I might still have the book someplace. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> I literally texted Paul last night, and I was like, dude, I just got done listening to this. Do you remember the end? And he said, I read it a long time ago. Yeah, I can't remember it. Dude, Rambo fucking dies. I kind of thought that was how it ended, but I couldn't remember how. So, Teasel. That's, that's, uh, Teasel? That was Dennehy's character's Sheriff? name. Yeah, Sheriff Teasel. Um, there's a lot of go back and forth between the two of them mm-hmm. and they basically end up fucking killing each other. Right. Um, it's like the hunted, the hunted with Tommy Lee Jones, all, dude, all the way down to where like, uh, <coughs> Teasel has been like gut shot and he's just been bleeding forever. And he's finally tracked Rambo to this, you know, this like the last spot. You I would know? have loved that been in the movie, man, dude. And so Ram- they needed that big moment with Stallone crying. though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Rambo also has been just, he's gotten the shit kicked out of him just like he kind of does in the movie, but yeah. he gets shot too. His ribs are broken. Like, Oh, like he knows he's going to die. And it comes down to like, he can barely even hold the gun, let alone aim. And he's aiming at Teasel, Brian Dennehy's yeah. character. And the author's saying, like, you know, he knew, like, there's no chance he was going to make the shot. And he takes the shot, but he knew as soon as he shot, Teasel would know where he was and he'd shoot back. And so he basically, he didn't want to kill himself. Yeah, murder, so he thought, murder suicide. I, yeah, so he's up. like, I know I won't hit him, but it'll show him where I am and he'll shoot me and kill me. So he shoots and he ends up fucking hitting him. <laughs> and he's, like, slowly dying and... uh Troutman, you know, comes up to him and like tells him basically like, yeah, you're, you're pretty much done here, bud. You know, and he's like, I know. And he says he's all peaceful and everything. And Teasel's like, what was that, uh, that explosion I heard? Fucking Troutman shot Rambo in the head with a fucking 12 gauge <laughs> and fucking killed Rambo. So like I was blo- the whole time I was like, yeah, this is pretty much the movie. This is pretty much that is not the fucking movie. Like, <laughs> so that was a complete fucking shocker that you know. Well, that makes sense. If they were, they knew probably making it that this could be a potential franchise. Yeah, they're like, we got to do something where he doesn't die here, right? Or where Trump. Oddly enough, though, there are two more books, so maybe they're prequels or something like huh. that. I don't know. I didn't get into it. That's them, interesting. But. Same author. Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I wonder so. what that's all about. But uh, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's a little. I love First Blood, man. That's one of my so favorites. Good. Yeah, we'll be doing a Stallone pod at one point, I'm sure, since we've Definitely. done we did his buddy here, and this is a good chunk, man. If you if you haven't listened to Arnold for the first one, they're really three completely different pods. Absolutely, you know, because that first one was early Arnold. Yeah, lots of Conan, early Terminator. You know, roles where he didn't 
he didn't he wasn't quite an actor his craft yet. wasn't kind of completely crafted i guess yeah. is what you'd say i mean he did do the running man the running man was probably uh running man and predator and the last one definitely towards the end yeah, of Commando. the list is where he started to come into his own but in this one i mean this one he's in this list he's a balls out like movie star dude absolutely there's comedy Through there's action these. on here there's action comedy and there's like. ones we i like i left off junior on this list that would probably follow <laughs> somewhere yeah. in here and i didn't much care for junior yeah. so and we had to that was a weird we one. had to trim the fat a little bit <laughs> and then our third arnold's gonna be the one that i think a lot of people will be surprised about because yeah. it's his later stuff which i don't think a lot of people have maybe not seen maggie or uh, yeah. the gunther one or a bunch of the other I think ones. I've seen everything on there but I the thing is is like I'm going to need to rewatch a few of them for yeah, sure the last man standing or the last stand yeah that's with, the with one the with the sheriff uh, yeah he's the sheriff in Johnny Knoxville yeah that, yeah, that yeah, big yeah. ass gun yeah. yeah pretty cool it's a fun one so this one <laughs> I love all these movies I have a clear favorite on this like it's not even close it's number nine isn't it <laughs> what's your clear you could say the name too what's your clear favorite um, of this list I mean I, I have to say Terminator 2 it's you know it's one it's number two on my all time list yeah I, I, I would like to say Terminator 2 but Total Recall is an absolutely That's, perfect oh, movie so for me. fucking good and it had such a big impact I bought the movie magazine when it came out really just so I could like look at the pictures and yeah. do shit and, uh, and yeah Man, it was awesome. <laughs> well, we're getting to, we're not getting too we'll get far there, ahead of yeah, ourselves, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, let's stop at the top. And th- this was probably did we do any comedies of him on the last one? No, I don't think no, so. It was all straight up action. Yeah. So that's interesting. We'll start this one. Nineteen eighty-eight. Ivan Reitman's Twins. Of course we are. <laughs> <laughs> second, I sat down. Yeah. Thought I was looking into a mirror. Yeah. Man, I love this movie. This yeah. movie was huge. I was. This was like the height of. I was obsessed. I was always obsessed with video stores, mm-hmm. but this was the one where I was uh, the time period where I was getting everything that came out. Oh, and I, I heard Twins was coming out, and we were seeing the trail. We might have, we might have actually got this on pay per view. A lot of the stuff we mm-hmm. got on pay per view because we knew it was going to come out. I think I saw it in the theater. Really? I think I did. I think my dad took me to see it. I definitely didn't see it in the theater. This would have been. I would have been still at the Christian school in '88. So. Because I mean, by that time, I had seen Predator, Commando, yeah. Terminator. You know, it's hilarious. I was seven. <laughs> 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 uh, but I had. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I, I'm, I'm almost positive my dad took me to the theater to see this. I loved it. I loved it, and I watched it a lot. And I mean, we had already been prepped with Danny DeVito to, mm. that we were all huge Danny DeVito fans. Oh, dude! Ever since *Romancing the Stone*, ever since *Taxi*, really. Mm. But on *Romancing the Stone* is kind of like what his career just went crazy. After oh yeah, that. absolutely. Uh, it still is going that way. <clears throat> and uh, just the premise, and I've heard uh, rumors of the triplets. I've heard, yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh, with Eddie Murphy, right? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I always. I couldn't, heard. I couldn't remember who the person was, but yeah. They could I mean, get that it. Would be so they could get several funny, people, dude. and I think it would be great. Oh yeah, Kevin Hart would be perfect. Uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock could do this now. Yeah, they could. They could. They're interchangeable with yeah. a lot of kind of Arnold movies. It's it's going to be interesting. And, and I guess Danny DeVito. I mean, if it was going to be a complete reboot of it, that mm-hmm. would be a great. Yeah. The uh, The Rock and Kevin. Because they, they're always looking for kind of properties to. Of course to we do. are. I, I knew you were my brother as soon as you sat down. <laughs> you know, like. It's like who is uh, who's the new. 
the new bros, I guess, that want to do a movie together is Bautista and the Aquaman guy. I oh, really? Uh, they, Jason Momoa? Yeah, they took to Twitter saying they wanted to do a buddy cop movie, like uh, kind of like a lethal That'd be weapon. Fun. And then apparently, like a week later, that movie was uh, greenlit. Really? By somebody. So nice. we're going to see those two doing something together. Heck but yeah. I, I love. I love how shady Danny DeVito was in this. And I oh, love yeah. how, like... And the girlfriends. And, yeah. One of them was Kelly Preston. Yeah. Uh, the late, great Kelly Preston. And I'm not sure who the other girl was. Who else was in this Let's movie? Let's see. Kelly Preston was the red-haired one, right? She was the one that was with Arnold. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. From Space Camp and... I gotta look John Travolta's up. wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she recently died. She was great. Yeah. I, I love how childlike Arnold was in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. It so, was so great he, watching him do that. He grew up on that island. Yeah. And everything was perfect on that island. And like, he I don't was, want to be shitting on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, I remember somebody like, somebody mugs him or something like that. Like, they just tell him like, give me your wallet or something. And he's just like, okay. And he just like gives I it to him or something. I can't remember that. Yeah. I remember like once because Danny DeVito was like wanted by the mob for just shady shit he was doing. He was actually getting hunted down by uh uh Quato. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, I'm, I, <laughs> I can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. But he'll be in the next movie too. <laughs> so he's being hunted down by him. And I love when like Arnold is like his bodyguard now. You mess with me, you mess with my whole family. Yeah, exactly. And they gotta go on the road trip to find the uh to find the mom and then realize the laboratory and everything. I felt so bad for Danny DeVito in this movie too when when he finally gets to the lab and the guy breaks down. He says, "Oh, he was going to be the perfect person. We yeah. we used all these donors and everything, and you were just all this shit that the came out after." Crap. Him. He's yeah. like, "Wait, I'm the leftovers. I'm the leftover crap." Yeah. And then uh, Arnold got pissed. Man, it was such a great movie. Chloe Webb was the other one. The other girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one that's on. Um, I think it's like Ghostbusters 2 where she's like talking about the end of the world on the TV show. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because she has that very recognizable yeah, almost... Yeah, yeah, I know uh, who you're talking about. The voice like the the lady from Family Guy and Bride of Chucky. Um, oh, Jennifer Tilly? Yeah, they have yeah, similar yeah. voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's funny. And Marshall, yeah, Marshall Bell, dude. Marshall Bell, that's yeah, who he is. He's, he's a good bad guy. Man, I loved Marshall Bell, man. I loved him in... Uh... Usually plays a badass, but I loved him in Starship Troopers as like the whiny general oh, that was yes, that dude. was hiding. <laughs> yes, and he just he just fucking gets yeah. eaten by that bug. Doesn't oh yeah, he? yeah. He <laughs> played the asshole dad in Stand by Me, the one that was like belittling yeah. Will Wheaton. Your brother would be still alive if it wasn't for you. I wish they had taken you instead of your brother. <laughs> I, I'm almost positive he was the um, man. He was the gym the... coach from A Nightmare on Elm Street too. Yep, he was. Ah, oh, that sucks. He was on the bad one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets killed in the shower. Oh, man, I that that second one could have been a lot better. Yeah, I love yeah. all the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, stuff. me too. <laughs> was there a uh, favorite scene you had in uh, Twins? Um, so I'm I'm remembering like there's a scene with a briefcase and somebody tries to take the briefcase from him or something. I think that was the whole ending, right? Weren't they just trying to get away from the assassin? Yeah. They were trying to get away with Marshall Bell. Uh, I don't remember. I haven't seen this movie in a while. I love the scene where uh, Dane DeVito's got him like picking up cars. Like, these are my cars. Why yeah. do you have two cars? I don't know. I just have two cars. Yeah. It's basically having them steal cars from right. yeah. and shit. And then he's learning to drive for the first time, and he gets it up on two wheels. That's right. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. How Danny DeVito just, like, played into Arnold's stupidity was so funny. Like, when he was when he first sat down in, uh, at the prison, mm-hmm. and Arnold just 
speaking like everything to him. Vincent. Danny, De- Danny DeVito can't hear a word he's saying. Oh, so that's Danny right. DeVito yeah. just starts nodding his head and everything yeah. Yeah. and then picks up the phone and looks at the phone and then looks at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finally gets on the phone. You need to talk on the phone, bozo. Yeah. Oh, gosh, dude. <laughs> I, I love Danny DeVito. I, yeah, I just remember having so much fun and laughing so much, uh, you there, know, watching There were several lines that I remember from this movie that – uh, this entered my vernacular like uh, my back teeth are floating. That's oh, yeah. the first time I had ever heard that uh-huh. when someone needed to take a piss. Yeah, because Arnold was fucking it up. <laughs> so I remember saying it: "Back teeth are floating." That's funny, dude. Or how Danny DeVito was making that eggplant parmesan for him. Mm. Uh, or even before that, remember he went before they were gonna see their mom or something. No, he he took him to the convenience store and got him the shirt. Remember, mm. he took off his shirt. And he's like, he's That's like, what right. the hell's wrong with your body? Why you're all swollen up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, at that point, we realized, oh shit, Arnold can play funny. Yeah, because we had not seen it. Yeah, for sure. And maybe it was Dane DeVito brought it out of him. I'm Ivan Reitman directing. Well, you know, I mean, I mean the script. thing is, is like, just in general. Arnold's kind of a funny guy. No, he is a funny guy. You know, I think like, that's what people realize. Similar with The Rock. Once they realized, hey, you know, The Rock's kind of funny. Yeah. That we can do that kind of stuff with right. him. Right. You know, like... Same with a lot of those wrestlers. Like, Bautista, once they found out he was funny, yeah. and now John Cena, who has been around forever. Yeah. And might actually play the thing. You know, he doesn't even know his name. Oh, really? Vince McMahon owns all of the rights. And that's John Cena's like You real, can't even make that move with your I'm hands. I'm pretty sure that's his <laughs> real name. Really? And, and Vince McMahon owns it. Vince McMahon. He's a gangster in his own right. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Uh, all right. Let's go to the next one. This is my favorite movie on the whole list. I absolutely fucking love it. Sharon Stone. Ooh, Total Recall, man. Oh, such total a Total Recall. Michael movie. Ironside. My God, Michael Ironside uh, being a badass. Ronnie Cox being a bad guy. The detective from Breaking Bad has the stuff on his face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had a random scene. He was the FBI guy, the Walt's brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a weird uh, pickup. For, uh, I forgot about him being in this. Rachel, yeah. uh, the girl that he uh, dreamt about, basically, or, yeah. or picked, yeah. was that Rachel girl from Rachel Tikaton or something, I think is her name. Uh, she's from Falling Down. Oh, yeah, yeah that's she's right. Really she's really the, the cop. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so awesome cast, man. I love the cast for this. And this was, yeah, when Ronnie Cox was just making his rounds of being a prick. I mean, he had already done Robocop. And this is Paul Verhoeven, so it's an, an, a natural move to get Ronnie Cox to play that role. Yeah. And, man, Michael Ironside, one of my favorite badass roles Michael Ironside See you with the done. party, Victor. Oh, God. <laughs> one of his many arm ripoffs. Yes, he pulled that's his right. Off. Yeah. And I love, man, Sharon Stone was such a bitch in this. She oh, was so she was good. terrible, dude. I I can't believe you brought me to this fucking plant. Yeah. <laughs> she kicks him in the head. Yes. God, um, this was one of those premises and like endings that we would talk about, me and my friends, for hours. Oh, yeah, dude. So, like, ah, when and, they can't try to breathe and their faces uh, are like, oh. They, Paul Verhoeven uses always crazy, crazy stuff. That makes sense why Marshall Bell is in this too because uh, – he was, uh, like I said, Starship Troopers, which is also Paul Verhoeven. It's crazy. Paul Verhoeven is not doing a whole lot of like kick-ass movies right now because he was huge back in the day. Man. Oh, yeah, dude. Made a lot of great. No one used squibs like Paul Verhoeven. I mm. used to tell Dave, I said, we need to get somebody who can do Paul Verhoeven squibs. <laughs> like if you look at like that guy getting shot on the um, boardroom table in RoboCop. Oh, yeah. The unedited version. 
they they use like 65 squibs on them. Insane, like it's just dude. like the, you can almost see the jacket underneath it. Like yeah, because it just the, the plate underneath so it much. because it just yeah. keeps shredding, but it looks so good and it uses so much blood. I think uh, one of my favorite like characters in the movie is uh, Benny. Oh, Benny. Dude, Benny. Yeah. Like, oh, he's so good. I like Johnny Cab, voiced yeah. by the great Robert Picardo. Oh, no yeah, shit. He did that. He looked, It almost looked just like him, too. Yeah. Uh, Mel Johnson Jr. was Benny, but Benny's the name. Yeah. Like, oh, I got man. four kids. Yeah. What happened I, to the fifth one? Yeah. <laughs> shit, I ain't got no kids. Man, like. the premise, though, just the him going to, uh, I love that, like, uh, Italian guy that played his friend at the quarry. Yeah. I told you not to go to Mars. Yeah. He went to Mars. Yep. The idea behind Total Recall, like if you're not, and this was a famous uh, book by oh, really? Philip K. Dick, uh-huh. and it was way different. That's why they came out with the uh, the remake of it, which was actually not bad. Did you see the remake? Yeah, I did. With Colin, with Colin Farrell, Farrell yeah. and I, I like the, the the drill into the center of the uh, Mars type thing that they mm-hmm. were doing there. Thought that was really cool. Wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, I thought it was. And, and be I bad. love Total Recall, so I'm not one of those persons like you fucked my movie up because I still got my movie. <laughs> you didn't fuck nothing yeah, up. No, it was good. I can choose to watch either one. Yeah. Uh, but the idea that you went to this facility, and I love the the guy they got to be like the salesman at Recall. Yeah. He says, Why would you want to go on vacation as yourself? Yeah. You know, you get you're losing your luggage, you're losing this. He says, I can we implant this memory into your head, and it's as real as anything that'd be, else. That'd be crazy though, bro. It's just crazy. like, oh, I got a four thirty appointment. I'm gonna go on vacation for a week, but my appointment's done at five. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, and if it so. You, Theoretically, if it had gone right, or if it did or did not, we not, yeah. this movie had a lot of what ifs yeah. kind of attached to it, and that's what made it great. Yeah, that's why I don't like movies that are like. Do they ever? Cut. I, just because it's I, it's been a while. I mean, I remember the movie very well. No, they I, leave. It's way in the. It's open. kind of yeah. Just, oh, it's in the open. You yeah. don't know if he was all part of Recall, right. Or if it was yeah. Oh, I tend so to believe dope. that this was Recall. This is what he paid for. Yeah, you know, it was. Because it was not just a trip. They he sold him on the idea that we can give you a different uh, alternate like uh, persona identity, yeah. identity. Yeah. and you can go as a millionaire playboy, or mm-hmm. you could go as a rancher, or you could go as a spy. And he immediately boom spy. spy. Yeah, and I love the idea that he he picked. Uh, like you could pick the girl that yeah. you were into, yeah. and how the woman's like, "Don't lie, you're gonna have a better time if you don't lie." Right. Yeah. And she he picks which girl he wants. We even see Rachel's face show up on the screen. Yeah. Now, I'll argue all day long that this is exactly what he paid for. Yeah. And I, it got so confusing in it, like when they brought that one guy in from, then uh, what else was he in? Was he he was in arachnophobia? Um, the uh, the guy that they brought in that had that bead of sweat going down his uh, head. Michael Champion. Champion. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah. <clears throat> oh no no no! That's uh, sorry. That's Roy Brocksmith. Okay. Yeah, Doctor Egmer. Or something oh, he like had that. such a great. He had such a small role. Yeah, but he, gets he had shot some. In the head. He had some intensity. Like, what's more likely? Yeah. That that this is going on, or that yeah. this is going on, and then he saw that beat of sweat, and he just shot him. Oh yeah. Such a brilliant. This could have been on one of our best screenplay pods because it's such a great screenplay. Oh yeah, and, dude. <clears throat> beautifully acted. Violence was great. The action was great. I mean, you think of the like. The many specific scenes that you get to look forward to when you're watching it. Oh yeah, like dude, when he's got the woman's face on and he's got the two, two weeks, weeks thing, yeah. or when he's pulling the, uh, the thing out of his say. nose. Yeah, dude, that's that <clears throat> scene's awesome, man. Just like God. stick it up there until you hear it, and then it crunches. And I mean, obviously, you can tell it's no oh yeah, near very, very 
dated what, special effects, but still looked good. I mean, I mean it was it was I mean, what still do you want? entertaining. You know what I mean? Like it was it, 1990, dude. I yeah, mean. you know. But oh man, so good, dude. And again, uh, dude, Benny. Everything, <laughs> everything that happens with Benny, I love those scenes. That's funny. Like, he just I love when he took his arm out. Yeah, the shirt. man. He's like, he hey, relax, that he's a mutant. I'm one of you, you know. God, like, oh. such a great movie, man. Yeah. I could watch this this weekend. I might well, have. and I mean, Quato, you gotta, you can't not say Marshall Bell, about. man. Looked normal enough. Yeah. Till he opened his shirt. Yeah. It's like got Yoda, Yoda coming up. Man, like, such a great premise and a great ending and a great like thing that he had to do. And then he was using the like. Uh, what is those uh, holograms yeah. to fight those guys? Oh, yeah. Do you dude. think this is the real Quaid? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> or it oh, is. So God, good. I watched it so many times when it came out, too. I loved Such it. Such a good fucking It was movie. one of the first movies that I saw in the theater when I was allowed to go to the theater. Oh, yeah. And I think the very first one was definitely uh, Back to the Future 3. Oh, and then awful. shortly after that was Robocop 2. Uh, and then 1990, I went nuts. I went and saw like everything. <laughs> yeah. I remember going to see Dick Tracy and Who Framed Roger Rabbit yeah. and, oh, uh, two, two and awesome Total Recall. And uh, I remember going to see it with my dad, and he was still weird about the uh, the nudity. I remember asking my friend, I was like, is there any nudity in it? And he's yeah. like, oh, the girl with the three boobs. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So. Was, that the, was that the little person? No. There was... There was a little person in yeah. it, but the woman with the three boobs was that like hot Italian girl. Okay. That was the scene with Benny. You make me wish I had three hands. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> she gets shot. She talks smack to uh, to Michael Ironside. Yeah. Michael Ironside shoots her in the back. Um, Debbie Lee Carrington is the is Thumbelina, the little one. Oh, that's, that's. I know um, I've seen her in other stuff before, for sure. Yeah. Man, I love the scene with Michael. They don't, they don't list anyone on here as girl with three boobs. <laughs> yeah, that's so, weird. I'm sorry. I, she could go to cons, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite random lines in the movie is Michael Ironside and his like, remember his like sidekick was that gray haired guy that mm-hmm. was just around with him the whole movie. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was revealed that Sharon Stone was Michael Ironside's wife. And, uh, he makes a joke about her sleeping with, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the gray haired guy. Yeah. And he's like, are you saying she liked it? And he says, no, I'm sure she hated every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite lines. Uh, see you at the party, Richter. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's go on to the next one. Another comedy, man, and this was one that really, like, people's grandmothers could watch and just love Arnold. People that did not like Arnold yeah. loved this next movie. Well, and before you say it, though, I'll just tell you, I've got a little bit of a headache. <laughs> it, it might be a tumor. No, it's, it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Yeah, it's 1990s Kindergarten Cop, man. God, I love Kindergarten Cop. Oh, it's a good movie, dude. It was a fun, it, fun movie. It was fun and it was cute and it had some action in it and yep. it was comedy. Like it was, it was good. Like remember, um, who was the uh, who was his partner that was sick? Oh, she's awesome. The entire she time. was the woman from Best. Uh, what's the the football movie with Robin Williams and uh, Kurt Russell? Oh, Best of Times. Best of Times. Oh, I love that she, movie. She was Kurt Russell's uh, girlfriend. But she was also in Cadillac Man with Robin mm-hmm. Williams. She was Robin Williams' wife that she had. He had the kids with. She's been in a bunch of different stuff. She did a sitcom for a little while too. She's also oh Pamela something. Pamela Reed. Reed, yeah. Good oh. job. Right as it came. Pamela up. Reed. Uh, make it my business to know these people's yeah. names. <laughs> these people that's that know why I don't know. always just have it pulled up already because I'm like, ah, oh, Paul knows. Yeah, Pamela Reed. Man. Of she these. was great. 
Uh, I love the bad guy in this. He was awesome. I saw him in a couple of the movies, but he was he was bad as hell in this. Him and the grandmother were like yeah. evil as shit. Yeah. And this was also like when Penelope Ann Miller was like making her rounds in like every movie. She had done like Big Top Pee Wee, and this was before Carlito's Way, and she was just in so many movies. And she was great. She always played that just very wholesome, sweet yeah. woman until yeah. later in her she career. Was the, she was the like ex-girlfriend yeah. Yeah, of the bad guy or whatever. Yeah, the bad guy was after her yeah. and the son. And yeah. basically that was the premise, you know, that they were going to go into Portland. This was a very Portland movie too. Oh, who's the principal? She was awesome. The, um, the little woman. Uh, oh yeah, Linda Hunt. Linda Hunt. Yeah, oh, she's, she's awesome. Great. She's, she's great not a everything. real little person, but she's just short. She's short. She's, she's probably like five two. No, my like, girl's five two. Oh, well, I maybe. think she's probably four ten. Yeah. would be my guess. She's super tiny. Yeah. She's been in a lot of really great movies. Absolutely, uh, I love her in a lot of different stuff. Uh, how was it like to punch that son of a bitch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the scene with her. And then Arnold leaves the room, and she does like this fake punch thing. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah, they were they were looking for this scumbag that killed the person at the mall at the beginning of the movie. Right. My um, my friend Matt Richard Tyson was the actor's name. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, uh, it looked kind of like Val Kilmer. He looked a, a little, little Val Kilmerish yeah. back in the day. My friend Matt remembers where they filmed this at the mall where he lived at. That oh, was really? The mall at the beginning, and it was one of those situations that if you ever mentioned kindergarten cop in front of Matt, you'd be like, it, "They filmed that at the it, mall." Do you remember they filmed that at the mall? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and he would get so uh, drunk or high, he would never remember it. So I used to tell people, hey, wait, well, watch Matt mention the mall when I mention it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he would pull it up. He would mention it. So that's, now, awesome. that's what I think of every time I uh, say it. That's funny. But uh, yeah, so they're after that guy and they know that he's going after his son and the mom who are in the witness protection program. Yeah. But they don't know who the mom is or anything. So the the idea was Pamela Reed was going to go into the being substitute kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Get to know Arnold the kids. Would sit in the car and yeah, yeah. And, Take you know, care of the ferret. Up and yeah, exactly right. The <laughs> I love that they work the ferrets in those yeah, movies. It's right. like not since Beastmaster have we seen <laughs> fucking ferrets in movies. And I had several ferrets, so I was excited about it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was great. And then it, it was all like the interdu- uh, interactions between him and the kids. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Like the well, uh, dude. Eventually, the boys have a penis. Girls have a yes. vagina. Oh my god, kids. it's so fucking funny. Man, all those kids were great. Yeah, Just, it was. We got to see, it was just awkward to see. And I think Arnold had kids too, so he was really good with kids mm-hmm. anyways. So it just was really Everybody great. shut up! <laughs> he no, just finally like gets to his peak and he just can't take it anymore. Like, <laughs> oh, so They all funny. start crying all at once. Exactly, Has dude. to go grab her. Oh my gosh. Uh, it was good. There was, yeah. There's tons of school movies. We should do that on a pod, like school movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We Maybe could even get dark school ties. Street, all the way. Toy soldiers. Ooh, that's. I a just good got one. that in the mail. Nice. Yeah, love it. Uh, all right, big dog coming up. Yeah, man, he's it. got some crazy year. Eighty-eight for twins. Ninety for Total Recall and Kindergarten Cop. Both nineteen ninety. Then ninety-one. Man, they dropped the bombshell. Whew. One of the top five sequels of all time. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, I don't think anyone would argue that. Yeah. And that's uh, Terminator Two. No, this is because of how impactful as a movie not like not like this movie changed my life yeah. but how impressed and amazed i was by this movie it's on my top 100 for it's, sure it's my number two movie of all time oh you know and just number one last dragon, dragon? And, and and that's just because that you know has its own special place hey. are there better movies in the world you, you don't have to argue that. to the guy that his favorite movie is big trouble in china yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> you know but damn this was a good movie yeah. dude like 
I love this. I remember seeing it in the movie theater with my uh, with Dave and my mom uh, mm-hmm. saw it with us, and it was just like it was the biggest movie of that year in the summertime. I think everyone went and saw it. Yeah, it was packed when we saw it in the theater, and I know I saw it several times, yeah. probably two, maybe three times in the theater. So we've talked about this a lot on on the pod mm-hmm. in the last hundred and ninety nine episodes. Oh, yeah. You know, Terminator Two. You mean? Yeah, probably um, at least. 10, 15 days. At least. Dude. We did a whole Terminator pod if you want to go back and listen to in-depth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so <laughs> I had totally like blacked this out. When I was a kid and this movie came out, there was a contest that they had and they would advertise it on TV and it was a trivia contest oh, nice. for this movie. And I don't even remember what the prize was, but it was something like a Terminator hand and like a chance to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, and I'm like nine or 10 years old, 10 years old, you know, (laughs) I didn't know that one 900 mummers cost you money. (laughs) And I called and tried to win this con, this contest. Like, I don't even know how much money I put on my parents' phone bill, but I called for like weeks. You know what I mean? I would go see the movie and come back and try and like win the prize. And I would never win it. Like one of the questions I I remember was like, what was the code to get into uh, the Skynet to the get, get into the hand in Skynet, you know, like, and fuck if I remember that. They really going in depth. Yeah, dude. Like, but I, I think I must've charged like, Three or four hundred dollars. Man, your on parents. My, do you remember your parents' oh, reaction? Oh, it was at my grandmother's oh. house. Oh, yeah. Like I didn't know. Oh, like, I would. Oh. You'd have to argue that with the phone company. Yeah, I don't like know. I don't know this nine hundred number. I must have been hacked or something. I don't know something. if anything ever came. I know I got like, don't ever fucking do that again. I'm an old lady. You know? I don't know anything about yeah, these numbers. Yeah, but I don't know if anybody had to pay it. But I, I totally had forgotten about that, and I remembered it listening to one of our other pods the other yeah. day when we were talking about that. It's funny, man. It's fucking nuts, dude. It. Certainly made Arnold was already a huge star, and the idea this was not his first James Cameron, and we're going to be talking about another James Cameron movie, uh, a couple of movies from now. But th- this was the height of him being a star, so the the decision to make him good was probably one of the best decisions they oh, ever made. Oh, absolutely! In I think I you think know. that it it made the franchise be able to. I continue. wonder how much of an argument was, or if it was an original, like James Cameron's like, no, this is the way it's going to be yeah. type of situation, because it's a major change, but it's a brilliant one. When you realize, wait, these are just robots. Someone could just reprogram it and yeah. send it back and it could be totally different. Yeah. And just that it made Eddie Furlong a short lived star. It certainly did with, uh, with the T 1000, uh, Robert, Robert Patrick, Robert Patrick. Yeah. And it, really showed us the transformation that somebody can go through with, within a character with the Linda Hamilton stuff. Oh, yeah, because dude. when we last saw her, yeah. <laughs> she did not look like this. And it, what was great about it is it's perfectly perfect for her character to look and act like she did. She was, I mean, if you they, go back and watch that first one. They dude, ended and, it with the kids saying, there's a storm coming and her going, I know. Yeah. And like, where, where do you think her character was going from yeah. there? And she went exactly, except for the fact she ended up in a fucking mental, you know, man, She put her all into this role, oh, so man. So great, I don't think she'll ever have a role as as good as the Terminator 2. Yeah. But to be honest with you, Dark Fate is pretty close. It was good. She was, uh, just for Linda herself, I mean, she was next level good in that movie. Yeah. I, I really if, Don't avoid... Dark Fate, if you've heard stuff and you just haven't watched it yet, because Dark Fate was awesome. I almost feel like 
her character in Dark Fate was just so kind of annoyed, like, of of just be going through everything that she's gone through, you know what I yeah. mean? It almost, like, sparks some realism to me of, like, her going through real life and everybody just knowing her as Sarah Connor. Yeah. And eventually just being, like, fucking annoyed with that. And, yeah. like, I swear there's well, some transfer. Well, at the point there. with the other girl, I think she was pissed that she didn't know who she was at all. Says, right. How, how old are you? When did this happen? Yeah. You don't even know about the webbing and shit like that? Yeah. yeah it's crazy. <sighs> but, yeah, a lot of this was that interaction between him and Eddie Furlong, you know, oh, yeah, together. Dude. And just the teaching him words, being the father figure that he was, uh, never had. It was a great script. James Cameron writes really good scripts, man. Oh, yeah, There's a reason sure. uh, that all his movies I'm, are major blockbusters. I'm anxious to find out about this new Avatar. Which one? All six of them? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we're just going to start <laughs> let's, with let's number Let's start two. with two and see where we go right. from there. Oh, I'll totally watch it. I right. don't know why people shit on Avatar. No. I love I love Avatar. I thought it was fantastic. There's not many James Cameron movies I don't like. I don't like turn, uh friggin titanic but i mean it was i never watched that all the way through i mean it had its it had its good parts i'm sure it did they they didn't need the love stuff his name is james cameron (laughs) the bravest pioneer if they took all the love story shit out of it it's actually not bad if you just look at the billy zane stuff and the kathy bates stuff it's all good i like it but if you're gonna watch a titanic movie watch the uh that old school one the the night uh a night to be remembered was Hmm. uh awesome awesome titanic uh, what's your favorite scene in Terminator 2? Since we've talked about it enough, we could just talk about favorite scenes. <sighs> Miles Dyson with the count when he's breathing with the uh, detonator in his hand. God, I would say... Everything having to do with Miles Dyson. See, I would go Miles Dyson also, but I would do it right when they first got to his house. And they cut open when he the cut, hand. When Arnold cut his hand open. Yeah. And just Joe Morton's like reaction to that yeah. on the floor God. is also and his somebody... screaming yeah, while he's uh, doing Everyone it, like... in that scene like really went next yeah. level. Uh, Joe Morton should have been a lot bigger. He was always a great character actor. I love... Uh, Anytime I see him, I'm happy. On, yeah, he's on awesome. Screen. And I don't know if we've done him on a character actor pod, but I'll, I'll add him on. We'll the talk next about one. Terminator 2 again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll focus it just on It may be stuff. the most talked about movie on the pod. Uh, uh, I replacing, don't know. Replacing Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon was just referenced, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we only actually picked that movie once. Like once. Maybe yeah, twice. Twice, yeah. So we, we didn't do it. Uh, a. Uh, What's his name? Bay. Michael Bay. We didn't do a Michael Bay director's pod. Weird enough. (laughs) No, but I I mean, my favorite, the end when he goes down the chain. Yeah. You know, like. Thumbs up. Dude. Get you. Gets me right in the fields. I'll tear up. Like if I if I sit and watch that whole movie, <laughs> it will make me tear up at the end. You know, hey, like, I understand that doesn't for me, but there are the ones that yeah. that certainly do. Oh man, when he's coming up over that gear, and he's got the the fucking oh, yeah, yeah. grenade launcher. Oh, yeah. oh. just oh. every time Robert Patrick was on screen too. Oh my just god, just that immovable force that you he, yeah. he can be slowed down, but that's about it. Yeah. They you know. fucking covered him with liquid nitrogen yeah. and blew him up. That scene all leading up to that was yeah. great. The yeah. stuff on the highway. I mean, and that basically goes from enter Miles Dyson yeah. to the end of the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it kind of just takes off at that point, you know? Then, and I've seen the extended cut so many times now that I can't tell the difference between I probably what was never the original. Even seen that. 
Well, if you've seen this movie a lot, then you should watch the extended cut because it's awesome. Really? Uh, and it's an extra half hour. All James Cameron's really? movies have like an extra half hour in the wow. director's cuts. And they're all good stuff. Like yeah. I've told you about the the Aliens one that has like yeah. some of the best stuff that they cut out of it. But I've had... This is probably... Terminator 2 is probably the most re-released DVD ever. Really? They've released it in so many... Well, Blade Runner had a lot of ones too. Uh-huh. But... Uh, Terminator 2 had a lot. It was the ultimate edition, and then there was the special uh, 25th anniversary edition, and there was all different ones. But the one when they finally decided to just put that extended cut as the movie was the best. But like I said, I've seen it so many times, I couldn't yeah. even tell you what's new and what's not. Huh. I'll have to look into that for it's sure. It's big. I know I know the differences are pretty huge. I think the opening's completely different, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So you check it out. Huh. All right. Next one on here. Good story about this one, too. I had to warm up to this one. Now oh. I actually really love it. Yeah. And this is 1993's The Last Action Hero. It's a great movie, dude. I saw it in the theater with my cousin and my friend Steve. And we were, 93, I had been up here, probably in the, uh, up north in Massachusetts, uh, visiting for the summer or something because I hadn't graduated high school. I graduated in 94, but I definitely saw this up north with my cousin and Steve. And we were just starting drinking and shit and hanging out and doing all sorts of goofy shit. Yeah. And I remember uh, we were drinking in the woods, like across in the movie theater, <laughs> leading up to it. Yeah. And so we decided we had this thing called the ticket trick, which me and Eric would go in and buy tickets. Right. I would sit, Eric would sit down. I'd sit down. He'd grab my ticket. He'd go out to smoke a cigarette. He'd give the half a ticket to Steve. And they right. were, on a busy night, you could do it because yeah, they don't know how course, many people. Yeah. They had already seen 400 kids. But it was in. Tuesday at 4 o'clock. Yeah, yeah no, no. No, it worked. That, that yeah. wasn't the, that's not the story. We sat there. And we thought this was going to... We had no idea that there was any humor whatsoever with it. It was one of those situations where you think you're seeing one movie and you see another, yeah, yeah. and it's not like a good thing. Right. It's a bad yeah, thing. Yeah. And it was a bad thing for us like, in, the, uh, in the mindset. Like in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, well, I, if, maybe <laughs> if you knew what you were going to, or my wife with From Dust Till Dawn, she didn't know it was a vampire oh, movie. Oh, yeah. So yeah. It, it turned her off. She loved the for stuff sure. leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, but that's what it was for us when there was. We didn't realize how silly it was. Like yeah. when the kids bike. It was a kids movie. When dude. the kids bike blew up and he he went in front of the moon like E. T. Yep. My cousin said, "I'm leaving." Yeah. He says, "You can stay here <laughs> if you want." And he got up and my uh, friend Steve says, "Oh shit, we're leaving." And I I was like, "I have no problem with that." So yeah. we ended up leaving. We didn't see the I didn't see the last half of the movie. Oh really? The first time. Wow. Took me like years going sure. back and watched it. Yeah. And then I was like, well, going into the mindset, the correct mindset, this is a great movie. Yeah. I think it's great. And I love the ending. The the ending, like where the uh, characters on the screen break through into real life yeah. and shit. That was next level fun. Who, um, he's a pretty famous character actor. Who was the, not the guy with the glass eye. Um, that's my dear brother, Noomsi. That's, um, uh, what's his name? Charles Dance. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> yeah, from Golden Child. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he's major in Game of Thrones too. What? Um, who's the guy that has the axe? Oh, Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan. Tom yeah, Noonan, I couldn't, yeah, Robocop. Uh, two, Robocop right? two yeah. and the uh, Frankenstein from Monsters. He Squad. always plays a bad guy, yeah. dude. Although yeah. Frankenstein from Monsters, he was kind of he was, he was he kind was, of a good guy. He's kind of a good guy. He was a good guy in Easy Money too, yeah. as Rodney Dangerville's friend. Oh wow, it was him that's and Joe right. Pesci? Yeah. yeah, he was a bad guy in Heat. He's uh, Tom Noonan's He's an a interesting good, bad actor. guy, man. He was the evil, evil guy in that uh, Manhunter. That was the first Silence of the Lambs movie. Uh-huh. He was the one Ray Fiennes played in 
Red Dragon. Gotcha. Yeah, he played that, and he was oh, crazy really? in that. Yeah. I'd like to see him He's in that. He's super tall, and he put those fake teeth in, and I it was bet. creepy, Ooh, creepy, man. creepy, man. Ooh. Yeah, watch Manhunter. I, I thought it was way... The, the time period that was going on in that made that a lot creepier of a movie. Mm-hmm. And I loved seeing Brian Cox as, so as Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Really good. Uh, I've just seen, like, clips that you showed huh, me. So I good. think you sent me a clip one time. It's, yeah. It's that, and then it like leads into the wheelchair on fire or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's Stephen Lang who's in the wheelchair. Oh, is that it? really badass guy from Avatar? Yeah, the Marine guy. Yeah, that was when he had like kind of red poofy hair and huh. played a dork and everything. But Last Action Hero, man, I mean, it's I had the soundtrack. Loved the soundtrack. Really? Oh, one of my favorite Megadeth songs, "Angry Again," really? was in it. Uh, Big Gun by uh, ACDC was on this. I I played the hell out of the soundtrack. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, but it was great. I mean, it was. Basically, the kid gets the golden ticket by that guy from Christine yeah. that, that ran the uh, the auto shop. He gives him the ticket, and it allows him to enter the movie. Yeah. So he gets to enter. I mean. Houdini gave him that ticket. It was that's, that's what it was. Yeah. <clears throat> so he gives him uh, Robert Polst, uh, Prowski. That was the old guy's name. Mm. See, I'm just pulling all the characters. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Prowski, man. He's awesome. Was he the, <laughs> was he the mob he's boss? The, no, he's the old guy that was oh, given okay. the, game you, the ticket. You, the mob yeah. boss was Anthony Quinn, yeah, he's who was awesome in this you, 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 you do a You do a, you do a 360 on me. <laughs> Boom. It's a yeah. 180. <laughs> when they're doing that long helicopter shot to his like house, yeah. that's the Megadeth song playing. Oh, man. really? Oh, so good. That's awesome. That, the movie started off strong, man. I was like, oh, this is going to be so action-packed. And then the stuff with... Uh, Sonya from uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Remember, she played the girl, his daughter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah or from, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Billy Madison. Billy Madison, that's, yeah. That class is milk. Oh, they don't got to know about it. It could be Amit. <laughs> <laughs> she was huge back in the day, too, yeah, man. She was great, dude. Yeah, she yeah, was I really good. Her. I loved her in this, man. Oh, she was hot. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I love the whole thing. Is I'm supposed to kiss the freshman when he comes to the door yeah. type of thing. And <laughs> then the kid explaining to Arnold Schwarzenegger that he's actually in a movie and none oh, of this is gosh. real. Yeah. And when they go to the, the video store... The video store and and it's so funny because this movie and Demolition Man had a pairing together. Yeah. Because in Demolition Man, Stallone makes fun of Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And in this one, uh, in Demolition Man, they say the Schwarzenegger Library. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He named the library after that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then in this movie, they were like, he's gonna. Uh, they, I don't know what he say it's, about. Uh, oh, he played. Ter- they showed ter- the Terminator. The Terminator but they showed the Terminator two standee at the video store, but it yeah. was Stallone. Yeah, and he's uh, like, "What are you talking about? I love that guy." Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it's so good, dude. It was really, and that's, really yeah. Clever. And I remember that's when he tries to say, "Well, what's your phone number?" He goes and he asks that five five five. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Well, it's impossible for there to be, you know, more than nine hundred ninety nine thousand numbers that end with, uh, you know, five five five. And he's like. That's why we have area codes. <laughs> like, he's so fucking so funny. clever, man. This was a great script. And, and it, that last, right when I left, it started getting real good, you know, yeah, in the right? movie, too. When the dynamite it, comes through the screen. Oh, oh, and so when good. just, I love when Charles Dance, you got the idea that he was going to bring villains from other movies yeah. into the real world. And you're seeing Dracula and yeah. shit. And then you get to see Tom Noonan play in Tom Noonan at the red carpet premiere. Yeah. Because that when and they. he had killed Arnold's son in pretend world yeah and but that was real for arnold god it was complex at the end it was it was good man it did a lot of time travel-y kind of stuff at the end of it but it was really yeah and and it was like reality versus fiction but like 
It, oh, so I'm not good. sure my cousin ever went back and rewatched it. Dude, too. It, I don't think he has seen it, and I think he would really enjoy it. But it was one of those situations that that night just wasn't working for us. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, that's I, I'm telling you, I have that happen a lot, and I tell a lot of people if you think something's a horrible movie, try it out for a second time. Yeah. There's a lot of movies that I did not like that I went back and rewatched, no, and I like them. Hereditary now. is the prime example, and honestly, yeah. I've given it a lot of thought, and I think that if I went back and watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. Yeah, I wouldn't be like it was amazing, but I'd be like that was a good fucking movie. For me, you know? I get I watch it. I told Dave it's on my top ten I just, now, which is so crazy to me that I it would I don't break like my top slow 10. movies. You know yeah. what I mean? And the dialogue is fantastic in that movie. But but what? I also like we were saying earlier, I thought it was a different movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like well, and that's what I like. Uh, and I don't even look at it as a slow movie. I like the idea that we're just looking at these people's life over this period, period of time. time. Yeah. And they do a time jump at one point. It's basically 40 hours, then they do a time jump, and right. then it's another 24 hours or yeah. something like that. And uh, I I get amazed at how much I like it more every time I watch it. Yeah. And that happens with a lot of Quentin Tarantino yeah. movies. The more you watch them, the, uh, the more you get to see different stuff and yeah. enjoy it. So, yeah. And that happens with other movies. There's some that I just... They, I can't, that can't happen to. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. some movies that are just bad as bad, but... <laughs> I do like to get him a second or third try. <laughs> well, this now this next, next movie, fucking awesome. Love this movie. I thought this went under a lot of people's radars, you know, that that they didn't see it. I saw it in the theater and I fucking loved it. Yep. And this was 1996 Eraser. Had oh, a, what about True Lies? Oh yeah, let's go True Lies. Yeah, 1994. <laughs> 94. Now yeah. I'll have to change my mind because Eraser, I felt that way. True Lies, I I was kind of uh, I wasn't a huge fan when I uh, and I still have issues with it. Mm. I wasn't a huge huge fan when I saw it's it. It's the very theater. Hollywood. It's weird, man. It's almost like a several different movies kind of thrown on one. I didn't think it was very cohesive, you know, because it started off as this great thing that Arnold Schwarzenegger was a spy. His sidekick was Tom Arnold. Loved all that Dude, stuff. Tom Arnold was so Oh, he, he's awesome in this movie. Yeah. She took the ice cube trays. <laughs> Who takes the ice cube yeah. trays? <laughs> when his uh, wife left him. Uh, so I love all that stuff about it. But when they started working in the stuff with Jamie Lee Curtis and Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. and then it almost diverted from the main premise of the movie where, oh, yeah. we're going to kidnap my wife and I'm going to uh, ask her the questions that I want her to answer to see what's going on because yeah. I think she's having an affair, which she's not. But mm-hmm. she is kind of, kind of. Yeah. And then that whole Bill Paxton character, which I, I did like the Bill Paxton character, yeah. uh, Paxton yeah. character because but you don't But the movie could have done without it. It's weird because it's a big chunk of it, yeah. Too, you know, and then she it. gets dragged into the situation with him and uh, Tia Carrere. Tia Carrere was yeah. uh, good in it. Uh, who was uh, Charlton Heston was the boss, and it was it had good scenes in it, you know. Mm-hmm. I, uh, but it, the problem also with it, it was it was ridiculous at points. And that, like, well, and that's what I mean. It was Hollywood. It was it was. <laughs> It was like the scene in like remember everyone loves Live Free or Die Hard, but they were like, yeah, but that uh, that airplane scene at the end mm-hmm. was kind of like that was kind of crazy and would not happen. Yeah, I feel like that was the whole movie with True Lies. Right, like none of this could happen. That's what I loved about it. Yeah, it is. I think it you got you almost have to go into it looking at it as a satire. I think. I mean, yeah, that was the thing. It was like I mean, at the end when he's flying that jet, yeah. and you know, and he's hovering it, and sure, those jets exist. You know what I mean? No question about that. But like, and he he shoots well, him grabbing her hand and yeah, to... you know, I mean, and that's the thing is, it's very Michael Bay. Yeah, I, you know, like Th- that I would agree with. I think that 
if you just were to watch it. And I've always enjoyed that style of movie. Yeah. The over-the-top, you know, hey, look what we're doing. You know what it's I mean? It's just not like, Cameron, really. You know, if you think of Cameron's other movies, yeah. it's kind of a departure for him for the stuff that he normally did. Yeah. Uh, it I almost mean, doesn't, you know, I think you'd hit it uh, dead on. I think it feels like a Michael Bay movie more than it feels like a James Cameron movie. I think movie. it was supposed to be more of an action comedy, yeah. you know, than just a fucking action movie, you know? And that's why I think Tom Arnold was so good in it. Oh, he was great in it. Um, All the stuff with him in it, and there was there was some good stuff in the movie and everything, but like I said, it just felt different in the middle. That second act was strange. Yeah, I agree with you. It was you. like, all right, here's the main plot, this is what we're going to try to do, and let's we not... we got to fill some time in over here. Yeah, you what got 45 we minutes, we'll take you in a completely <laughs> yeah. other direction, and then we'll yeah. go back in the third act to what we were talking about right. at the beginning, so yeah. it definitely felt a little strange. Yeah. So I, I saw it in the theater, and I didn't dislike it. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was all right and then uh, i think i went a while with uh, watching it and i rewatched it just a couple weeks ago and i was mm-hmm. like it's good you know yeah. but i it kind of confirms what i initially thought that i was like this feels just a little strange yeah 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 i can agree with that what was your favorite uh, thing for the movie though i mean i really liked the so it's truth theorem. um i really liked the truth oh, the truth part, part yeah. was fun um you know and yeah. like they asked him, they tried to ask him, I think, what they wanted to know, but he, like, kind of resisted or something like that. But then she asked him, you know, like... She was asking him, like, She's like, yeah. are we going to die? And he's just like, yeah, yeah, we're going to die. <laughs> uh, I love when he talks to the guy, though, and he was like... Uh, Told him what he was going to do says, yeah, I'm going to use that knife, and I'm going to kill that guy, and I'm... Yeah. He says, you know those handcuffs you put me in? Yeah, yeah. I already picked them. Yeah. And then yeah. that guy's face. and Yeah, that was oh, a great scene. That man. was a good one. And I love the opening. I love the stuff with him dancing with Tia Carrera and Tom mm-hmm. Reynolds in his ear, telling him what to do. Yeah. And uh, then him literally coming out through the woods, getting into the uh, car and taking yeah. off was really good. Yeah. No, it was, it was a fun movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was, I agree with you, like it was overly done, but I thought, I, I always found that comedic. Yeah. You know? All right. Let's I go will on. agree with you about this next one. This next one, though. This was the one, yeah. So I guess it didn't make much sense where I was like, this one kind of under the I, radar. I was like, I was like, I was like what? Drew Lash is a pretty popular movie, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was very popular. Big blockbuster. So Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Heard of it? Yeah. Uh, so 1996 Eraser yeah. is the one I was talking about. And, and I only and, saw this a couple of times. Oh, I remember so it pretty good. well because it was so good. Now, this is Halle Berry, right? Uh, no. Uh, uh, what's her name? Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams. That's what it is. Yep, Sorry. Yep, yep. Sorry. Uh, really good. The uh, James Caan was mm-hmm. in it. Uh, also, damn, James Coburn was in this mm-hmm. movie. So uh, he was like a federal marshal that like protected people, yeah. like key witnesses. The opening of the movie, dude. The by, opening of the movie was so good. By faking their deaths. Yeah. Like, there was oh. a great scene at the beginning of the movie where Robert Pastorelli, who, uh, he was the one who played the painter in Murphy Brown. He, he died like 10 years ago. You've seen him in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember... Uh, What's the one with Bruce Willis on the water? Striking Distance? Yeah. He was his cousin, the oh, psychotic okay. yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, uh, Not Tom Sizemore, but his other brother. His other Robert brother, Pas- Robert Pastorelli. If you, pull up, uh, if you pull up a racer, you'll see his face. At the very beginning of the movie, it's him and Melora Walters, who's, who's famous from Boogie Nights and Magnolia. And these mobsters are about to kill him. And... He was in witness protection program, and somehow he he went out to get like uh, he went to a deli or something like that and got spotted. And so these guys were coming back to his house to kill him. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, uh, 
uh, what's his name? Arnold Schwarzenegger comes in and destroys these guys, kills all of them. Yeah. And uh, Robert Pastorelli is like, he's freaking out and he tells him to like just sit still and he dumps fake blood on him. He's taking photos of him. He says, he says don't breathe, you're dead. And he does it to the wife and everything. Yeah. And he's like, strip all your clothes off. And he takes all their clothes and uh, he has them go to Arnold's trunk and Arnold pulls out two bodies already there, a guy and a girl, and he brings them in yeah. and uh, sets the whole place on fire and... Uh, takes him away and says we're going to send you someplace and you ever show yourself again this is your one get out of free card yeah. that one black guy shut the door and says smile you've just been erased yeah oh, boom the movie started fucking great so man. good yeah James Conn was his like boss yeah uh, spoiler alert but he wouldn't even tell him like where his where he was taking his people like that was his yeah they, was his all, they all they all had protect lo- him he never lost a single yeah. you know person because he was he was the best of the best, you know. It was really clever how they did it. Like there were several agents at the organization, and they all were uh, protecting certain people all at one time. Mm-hmm. But none of them knew who they were, their identities, or anything. Yeah. And then someone started killing people's protected people, and so they they had to start pairing up and everything. And yeah. the airplane scene with him and James Con. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude. The airplane scene is so good. Do you I remember think that? I remember that one. So, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen this movie, and jump ahead a couple minutes, but James Con uh, turns out to be dirty. You can kind of see right. it coming. Yeah. And when they're on the airplane, they drug Arnold, mm-hmm. and Arnold's like half drugged. And uh, when he comes to, he realizes that he has to do something, and he ends up. I think he ends up firing a gun, and it shoots the pilot, and the doors end up open and so the plane is going down yeah. and uh, they're having a full-on gunfight on the plane and arnold grabs like the fucking uh the parachute yeah and he just he ends up uh he ends up throwing it out the door and then he gets a I couple more shots from off the preview yeah he gets a couple more shots off and he goes uh down and then they get uh the co-pilot comes in and they regain the thing so arnold's got to like like nosedive to get to the uh, to the parachute. Right. Gets it on. Someone did it. It was a stunt. That uh-huh. uh, they the, saw the stunt man. That wasn't Arnold, but it, yeah. was, it was close enough. I, Somebody did it. Credit. And so he he didn't have a uh, shoot. Gets the suit on. Pulls it. And then James Cons wants him to like take him out with the plane. So they're like trying to hit him with the plane. Yeah. And all of a sudden I it, that. it got wrapped. His he gets wrapped up in a thing. And he lands. It. it crashes to the ground in like a junkyard on top of a car and these two little black kids come up and he 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 unwraps himself from the parachute he had just made this huge dent in the car and he's like where am i and the little kid says earth yeah welcome (laughs) welcome (laughs) (laughs) then i had that famous scene at the end at the zoo Remember, if they were I like, remember the alligators. He was like, if you get this uh, this beeper call from me, things aren't safe. Meet me at like the Bronx Zoo or wherever right. it was. And uh, yeah, the that was the only thing. It was you could tell the alligators were clearly CG, but, but it still was good. It was still you yeah. know thrilling and entertaining and brutal. I mean, those things were biting onto people's heads and yeah. shit like that. And yeah. You got to see James Con be like a super bad dude and everything, and it was good, man. Yeah. It was a really and the gun. We should talk about that gun. I don't remember. Remember that. the pulse gun? You could see someone's X-ray. Oh yeah. When you were looking through the scope, and it just went through. It was like a That's pulse right. rifle. Yeah, that was what the dude. whole movie was about. That Vanessa uh, Williams found out about the pulse. Um, guns and they showed her the blueprints they were like do you know what this is she says yeah it's a pulse gun but they're supposed to be attached to fucking tanks yeah they're not supposed to be like armed in the street with people yeah so she found out about it and ended up working with the cops and got it and they even brought in uh james uh what's the guy who played the uh james cromwell is it james cromwell uh 
Yeah, I think it is. The guy from Babe, the the farmer from Babe, and he oh. was in L.A. Confidential. He's a super old guy. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what am I looking up? I know, right? Um, I think it's James Cromwell. I'm not seeing him on here. Hmm. What, what was the role? He was the guy that was the head of the business. They ended up shooting himself in the face oh, shit. when she uh, when he found out that she screwed him over. Yeah, I think it's James Cromwell. Am I thinking of the right dude? James Conn? No, not no. James. What is James Cromwell? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I missed him. He was higher oh, yeah. on the list than yeah, I yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was good in it. They got him just for a small little like one day scene, but he gets he's, to blow his head he's off. He's a good character. Oh, actor he's too. awesome. He's, man. He does a lot of good stuff. I saw him on a Three's Company episode the other day. No shit. <laughs> what about Night Court? I don't think he was on Night Court. <laughs> Maybe he was. I didn't see him yet. All right, next one. This is one we're gonna get a little silly on, but it was still fun. I saw it in the theater. I, yeah, was a, oh yeah, I was too. a sucker back in the day, especially in the 90s. Arnold got a lot of that, my money back in the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying like holiday movies. There mm-hmm. was a lot of times where I went, I remember going and just randomly seeing Christmas with the Cranks and all the, well, I had a big love for the Santa Claus movies because that first one came out when I worked at the video store, so oh, we yeah. played that a lot. Yeah. You've seen Santa Claus 3? No, I don't think it's so. It's fucking amazing. Really? They Martin Short, <laughs> this is a major tangent, but Martin yeah. Short gets hold of this thing and uh, makes Tim Allen wish he had never been Santa Claus. And then it turns out that because Martin Short played uh, Frost, what was his name? Uh, Mr. Freeze. No, Yeah, I'm something like that. Uh, and they end up going back in time mm-hmm. to the uh, to the first Santa Claus where he falls from the thing. Yeah. But Martin Short gets the suit. And so Martin Short becomes Santa Claus. So everything is out of line, like uh, Back to the Future 2. Yeah. And he had never become Santa Claus. And it was a fucked up, great time travel really? movie that you never expected was going to happen. Wow. So I, this, Christmas, this Christmas, yeah. watch Remind Santa me. Claus 3. Justin, here's a reminder. Listen to episode 199. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Jingle All the Way. Oh, this was 96. Fun, it was fun, man. I yeah. mean, this was made for kids. Oh, yeah. So you had to kind of like, I love Arnold looking down at Sinbad going, oh, poor baby. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. What was the what was the name of the... Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Yep. Oh, God. Everyone wanted the Turbo Man. That's so funny, dude. Some great actors in it. Phil Hartman was oh, in this yeah. movie, which he had done a couple of Sinbad movies. We were just talking about that Houseguest. one earlier. Houseguest oh, was so good. fucking good. Houseguest's awesome, man. Yeah. Phil Hartman was great. Ah, Phil Hartman was a big loss for Does he have comedy. enough movies that we could do a Phil Hartman pod? Probably. There's only Probably. 10. We could throw some SNL stuff in there. Greed. Uh, greedy. Was a major movie mm. with him that I loved him in. Uh, Quick Change. He was in Quick Change. Yeah. I bet I can figure out some. Yeah. So I married an axe murderer. So I married an axe murderer for sure. Yeah. I mean, they might be small roles. <laughs> yeah. What do they call them? Is it Shirley? <laughs> everyone here. Ah, oh, damn. It's one of my favorite movies. I should yeah. know it. My name is John Johnson, but everyone here calls me Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's uh, fucking awesome. I loved him in Just Shoot Me. Just Shoot Me is one of the best shows that he ever did, I, man. I've always... So and that's great. with David Spade, yeah. too, right? Yeah, oh my I, God. I, some of the best David I Spade... I some of that. Uh, no, wait, I'm thinking of the wrong movie. No, uh, News Radio is, oh, okay. is the Phil Hartman one. David Spade is on Just Shoot Me. Oh, okay. Both great, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, he was great in this. Who else was it? Rita Wilson, I think, was the wife. I think that was Arnold's wife, was yeah. Tom Hanks' wife, Rita Wilson. And obviously Sinbad, who Sinbad had a moment, you know, in the 90s with, yeah. with Houseguest. I and love with, Sinbad. I think dude. he's hilarious. I went down, weird story, I went down to Port Charlotte with my wife to visit my brother one day. You told me this story. I love this story. And my uh, sister-in-law had worked at like a doctor's office. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he, 
she was on the phone with Sinbad when I showed up. Yeah. And she, she, I'm like, wait, he's on Sinbad, Sinbad? Like, no last name, Sinbad? Oh, my God. And it, apparently he was playing uh, a show in town in, like, Port Charlotte or Venice in the area, and he was traveling through, and he had something that he needed to get. I think he had back pain or something, and mm-hmm. he needed a, a prescription or something like that. Yeah. And uh, so he had called, and... They had he had come in there and everything, and they treated him, and he gave all the nurses free tickets to the show. So fucking. So cool. he had called to tell her where she could pick him up and everything. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. It's like I want to go see Sinbad. Oh. So I didn't get. One of y'all him, don't but... want to go, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, I could stay. I could stay a little late. He would have been a great because his stand-up was great. It was clean, oh, you know, yeah, and he dude. could play it with Son anybody. Son of a Preacher and... Man is one of my favorite stand-ups of all time. Really, that's the name of the stand-up. Yeah, oh, I'll have to look man. it up. Oh, it's so good, dude. It's probably the one I've seen. I've seen. I've seen a couple of his. There was like three of his that yeah. they used to play a lot back in the day. With, he, um, he had a crazy outfit. Like probably I, I, all. Of I them, know but... Sinbad. Where you been? Um, was huh. one of his more recent ones but hmm. he he had a yeah yeah i remember the recent and, ones like he, he had a stroke yeah last year or something like that that's right i did remember hearing um, he had some health problems i think he's doing better but i don't have like an update on it but so after he went to my sister-in-law's clinic that's all i'm saying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't want to point any fingers but right uh so yeah this was the whole movie was about these two dads that <laughs> that really waited a little too late to get their kid a friggin' Christmas present. They wouldn't have had this whole movie. But their kid wanted the, like, the most popular toy of the year, which was, like, the Tickle Me Elmo or the Cabbage Patch Kid or everything. Yeah. But this year it was the Turbo Man. Turbo Man. I love when they were first went into the uh, to the department store and they were asking for turbo man like they just expected to grab it off the yeah, shelf absolutely. and they all just laughed in their faces yeah. this guy wants a turbo man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets dark i mean those two guys are like fighting each other in the streets yeah. all the way to and, the christmas parade yeah where they where he becomes arnold becomes turbo yep. man in the fucking parade and sinbad becomes whoever the bad guy is that's right he had that and weird suit fight on. In the parade, and like, it's silly and it's goofy. Yeah, yeah. And his son is uh, was Anakin Skywalker, yeah, yeah from right. uh, Phantom Menace. I yeah. think this was like right before Phantom Menace. He had done this, so we all knew him from that. Jake Lloyd, uh-huh. that was his name. Uh, and yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was a good Christmas movie. I'm sure I own it. I own a lot of Christmas movies because I have a uh, I have a strong uh, connection just for like different holiday movies. I always have a, a bunch of them around. Just got Ernest Saves Christmas, so I am set oh, for this Christmas. Oh, that's also. awesome! Dude. I love Ernest Saves Christmas, man. It's a great one. So yeah, I mean, I mean, what else to say about Jingle All the Way? I think we should just skip number oh, nine. Oh, see, number nine, there was a lot of. I, if you're just looking at him, it's not that bad. Yeah. I I think the Chris O'Donnell stuff is so much worse no, than Arnold stuff. So oh, the movie terrible. where the travesty we're talking about here. And like you, you think we put these lists together and we're going to talk all about good movies? No, nope, we're not sucking everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> and number nine's definitely the one that we're uh, the herpes of the group, <laughs> and it's the Batman and Robin, oh, nineteen ninety seven. Probably, it's probably on the top five worst movies of all time, in my opinion. The, the worst movie on any three of these lists. Oh, for sure. You know, it's probably one of the worst movies. The worst movie I probably ever seen was the Garbage Pail Kids movie. 
Uh, it's really bad. Really bad. Try to go back I, and watch it. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, I loved it back in the day. Yeah, like, I, I bet you couldn't get through three minutes of it now. I bet it's, you're right. It's really bad. I tried to watch Howard the Duck recently. That I don't mind, because there was a lot of really funny stuff in it, I and I liked the stuff with, Le- I thought Leah Thompson was hot, and I always liked uh, Ed Rooney in it. I, I thought, got like 15 or 20 minutes yeah. into it. And it was just like Strange, like, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And But it was one of those strange 80s movies that I, I enjoyed. But this Batman and Robin, it was just bad. It, it was, was like bad, every man. way you could make a movie bad. The only good thing about it were the villains. Yeah. And the problem where they didn't have them on screen enough, it was it was just Robin being a whiny bitch, give Batman having the horrible lines that they gave him. Yeah. Uh, Clooney was like half into this movie. Maybe. I mean, he phoned it in, yeah. basically. Uh, now, this is the one that had... Uma Thurman, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Yep. And she had some good scenes, and so did Arnold. I mean, but, yeah. I mean, it was what it was. You know, the, the what's Arnold's character? Damn, the Iceman. Mr. No, Freeze. Uh, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> he had some great one-liners. That was, like, his yeah. his thing for it. Uh, remember my name? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, remember the line. <laughs> but if you ever watched Batman the Animated Series, mm-hmm. the story, Mr. the Mr. Freeze stories, was a tragic, yeah. beautiful story about him trying to save his wife right. from dying. And it was like, a, it was epic. It he was, had to it was have one of the diamonds in order to. It, it was insanely well written and well done and everything. And they could have just done a lot of that. And they just brought this kind of shitty rendition of it in there. <laughs> yeah. And just had him, he was like a circus. Uh, performer almost mm-hmm. and just the way they kind of did his role makeup yeah. was good seems like a bitch yeah. for a makeup job yeah I, I'm, I had no problem with the makeup I wonder how much he got paid for that oh man that's an interesting look, question that right up. there you talk to the people first yeah so I don't think tell them how I, bad this movie was <laughs> and I love Joel Schumacher who is responsible for this travesty has done really great movies like I loved Lost Boys um, falling down. Twenty-five million dollars. Flatliners. You Damn, fucking, twenty-five million. You could paint me blue for <laughs> six months. It was a great. I was listening to a Twitter rant the other day, and I followed Tom Arnold. And someone was Tom Arnold had an opinion on something, and that apparently this uh, this guy on Twitter didn't like his opinion. And he says, "Whatever, man. You did the movie The Stupids. We're not supposed to listen to anything you should say." And all his response was, "Is I got paid five million dollars for that movie." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Like, Which is the the best own ever. Yeah, fuck that. What are you gonna say? Oh, well, it sucked. I still got five yeah, million. I got paid. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what Michael Caine says about the Jaws Four. Yeah. It's in my I I every time I think of that movie, I think of the house I'm living in. Yeah, right. You know? So yeah. Arnold definitely got paid. I mean, that's where they had to put most of their money. Apparently, they didn't give it to the scriptwriters. No. Because <laughs> it seemed like they were just making it up as they uh, went along. And it was like instantly, it was like the death of Batman until the Christopher Nolan movies came out. Yeah. It's got to be pretty bad when it just kills the franchise. It did, too. I mean, you think of the only other one that's like that, which is very oddly topical right now, is Green Lantern. Yes, it's funny. I figured that's what you were going to say. Uh, because it's oddly topical right now because there's a lot of people on Netflix watching it for it to giving it a second chance. That's and crazy. so its ratings are being flown up. And they're like, why are people really loving Green Lantern right now? That's crazy. The problem is, is they just like Ryan Reynolds so much yeah, yeah. And that they just want to go back and watch it. So No, I mean, I'd watch it <laughs> maybe. Again. No. Ah, just to, I mean, 
you gotta understand, dude. I, I, I have to admit to you and to everyone else, I like bad movies. <laughs> I mean, that one was terrible, though. But like, it was also a time period time too. I mean, yeah, you were probably whatever still... you do, don't make the suit green or animated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the movie they should be watching. Yeah. So yeah, I think we'll leave that as Batman. Yeah. The, the the tenth one on this list was so good, and it was it's something that Arnold really, really needed. And, w- and this was ninety nine, and it was great because it was a, the main premise of this was that uh, the two thousand, the looming two thousand New right. Year's Eve, yeah, and that was nineteen ninety nine's End of Days. Y two K motherfucker. Watched this a lot at my house. At, in ninety nine, I was I was hanging out. I was the I was the house everyone hung out at. We played spades and we partied, and, and I didn't allow TV at the house. We didn't have cable. I didn't mm-hmm. have cable for like four years. Mm-hmm. Why Why I lived at this place? I yeah. just had movies. Yeah. I would play movies in the background, or we play music. Yeah, lots of music, tons of music, video games. We would play and movies. Yeah, and we ended up playing this movie a lot. I loved it. I love the darkness about it. I love how it was very. Very like satanic esque. The actors were amazing in it. Arnold came back as like this grizzled, like really troubled character that you didn't know he was just like waking up in a uh, in a pool of his own vomit and just putting together those that nasty shake. He was a he didn't work for the police, but he worked for like a bounty hunter type thing. Yeah. No, it was like uh, protective services mm-hmm. because he was he was actually. Um, Hired with him and Kevin Pol- uh, Pollock, who's great sidekick. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he was just a great sidekick for him. To he was hired to watch over Gabriel Byrne. The problem is at the very beginning of the uh, movie, Gabriel Byrne gets taken over by like Satan. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a uh, a wave that you could see in the film. You couldn't make out a shape or anything, and it came right through the restaurant, and it got him in the bathroom, and mm. just took his whole body over. Yeah. And the the scene that was right afterwards always disturbed me. He was there just as like a businessman meeting another client and his wife. Yeah. And when he came back in, he was already possessed by the devil, and he came right over and he he took the girl's boob out of her out of her dress, yeah. put it, cupped it in his hand, and started making out with her. Yeah. And the husband said, "What the hell?" you doing and he shot him this crazy look where the husband would not say anything and he just was forced to sit there and watch him make out with his wife and just walked out of the fucking uh walked out of the restaurant the woman like is completely like shocked at what just happened and then the entire restaurant just blows Blows up up, dude and that was like the start you're like holy shit yeah uh i loved robert tooney in this Mm -hmm. i always i loved her ever since uh empire records she, was, oh, yeah. she was the girl that shaved her head. Yeah, always loved her in that man, and she was in the craft. I've always I think she was liked in the girls craft. with shaved heads since then too. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was awesome. She yeah. just always had that punk rock. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Kind of like the Winona Ryder, but a little bit cooler. Yeah, kind of vibe to her. So I love that they made her the girl in this. And basically, what's going on in the movie is there's a prophecy where she is going to uh, Satan's going to have sex with her, and she's going to give birth to the uh, the new. Like the day, Antichrist. Like the Antichrist, and it's going to bring about the end of the world. And there's, what was interesting about it is you got two different kind of train of thoughts with the priests in here. Half the priests, priests just wanted to kill her. <laughs> Said, you right. want to preserve? Because it has to happen before midnight of 2000, mm-hmm. the millennium. Once the millennium hits, if he comes and takes her as a bride and then uh, impregnates her and does whatever. 
end of the world will happen. So yeah. some of the priests were like, well, let's just kill her. Yeah. And then the other priests were like, no, that's not what we do here. We're protecting innocent lives and I everything. Mean, makes sense, though. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just push her in front of that car? Yeah. No. I, I mean, she kind of stumbled. Just, I mean, she was. <laughs> I watched it. I saw it. <laughs> so, and then Arnold just, Arnold was protecting Gabriel Byrne at the beginning, like mm. before he was like taken by Satan. <laughs> uh-huh. And then he started seeing weird shit. Remember, uh, he chased that one guy on the rooftop. Arnold was like hanging from the helicopter with a hook on his shirt. Oh, yeah. And he had to get this one guy and the guy screaming and yelling at him. And then the uh, CCH pounder has to say so you said he yelled at you, and he's like, yeah, he, he said this and this and this. And he yeah. was like, yeah, well, this guy's got no tongue. Yeah. And he's like, no tongue. Yeah. And everything's just, like, not adding up to him. Yeah. It's a fun movie. Like, I, I know you and I said this off the pod the other day, but just talking about this or earlier today, I, just talking about this, we really need to do, like, an end of days pod, too. Like, Yeah, end of the world yeah, kind of thing. Like, so we do anything like that? I mean, I think y'all did some, Post-apocalypse, like, we never did post-apocalypse? Yeah, but I'm talking about, like spiritual horror you know what i mean like like this like um fuck we we came up with half a list the other like a little <laughs> i don't know but oh yeah yeah you're talking like uh wrong first the, like, power stigmata and first power yeah and, uh, like yeah just devil mo- uh, movies pretty almost. much yeah I'll, I, I'll figure out a genre for it maybe that'll be our uh halloween pod this, Ooh, uh, that'd this be year fun. since that's coming up so satan too. worshiping satan worshipers yeah, there we go there's a lot of good satan worshiper movies out there <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to search that hard <laughs> but he was awesome in this man and i, I love that he had the power to just look at people and they would do whatever the hell they want yeah you know yeah and out of fear or whatever it is so it, it was similar to the first power in the way that he could like just take manipulate people yeah and the first it, power it was him you know he took over their body right. he, he didn't actually do that in this movie in there a scene when he's at the police station and he walks past some guy and he goes hey kill a cop and the guy just goes crazy oh, and tries to kill a cop something. It's, it's it's so he can get away yeah he does something there was something like that i damn i can't remember what the hell it was but he did he whispered something to somebody yeah I'm pretty sure that's that's what it was. God, he was evil, man. Yeah, we dude. didn't get to see Gabriel Byrne play that character much. No. He, he always, it's weird because he did it really well. You were like, oh my God, he played Satan really, really well. Yeah. I mean, he, a lot of times he just had to sh- shoot a look and look like a badass in a black suit. But yeah. He just, he had it. I mean, we're used to seeing him in like Miller's Crossing or Usual uh, Suspects or Hereditary. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to see him play this role. And I think uh, he nailed it big time. Yeah. So did Tooney. I, I love the idea that that they show her born as like a baby and you see the, the nurse and the, uh, and one of the doctors are the two people that are raising her. Oh, well, they, they, and she's raised with money and everything. And, but she's, she's having dreams, like horrible dreams of her having sex with this, uh, person that turns out to be Gabriel Byrne, doesn't realize it. And she Mm -hmm. even has to tell Arnold, I've been dreaming about this guy my entire life. And I'm, I'm afraid that, when it comes to the time that I actually, there's part of me that actually wants it to happen right. because I've been, I guess I've been getting off on this for like years and years <laughs> yeah. and years. And, uh, so he's, don't worry, we're going to protect you and everything. And, uh, yeah, you get to see a lot of twists and turns. The priests turn on them and then yeah. they don't think, uh, Gabriel Byrne can enter the church, which turns out to be bullshit. Yeah. And it was all the way down to like boil a, the water. Yeah. What did he do? It was something like that. He even went out of his body and went into Arnold at some point. Oh, wow. Remember in the church? Yeah. Because it attacked Arnold just like it did with him in the bathroom. And mm-hmm. He had to, like, fight him off and everything. And I'm not sure. This was one of the few movies, I think, in oh, Spoiler Alert. Oh, it's Devil's Alert. Advocate is what I'm thinking of. 
Yeah, Devil's Advocate. Yeah, it's when he goes in and he puts his finger oh, in yeah, the holy is water. Oh, yeah, that is true. He does do some things in this one, though, but uh, I think this is one uh, one of the random ones, spoiler, that Arnold dies in the end. I think he does. He, he throws himself on that sword. I don't remember how, but I think he does die. Yeah, this is a, well, he gets a sword thrown. I'm not sure how yeah, it happens. I think he, he gets it. it to save her life or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because there's not many movies you can mention that Arnold dies in. It's no. probably contractional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. In this fucking day. Yeah. Uh, especially, and they probably wish they hadn't because it would have been a good sequel. Oh, you know, for this sure. This had sequels written all over Definitely. it. I don't think they ever did a sequel to End of Days, but... Fantastic. Also, a really good soundtrack. I think it had oh, like really? a Guns N' Roses song on it, and there was a lot of heavy metal. Heavy metal and horror. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, weird enough, wrestling. All three of those are tied together. <laughs> big t- for some reason, all the fans that are heavy metal fans, horror fans, mm. wrestling fans, they all travel in the same groups. Hmm. And uh, I loved all these movies back in the day that had awesome soundtracks. I couldn't wait to get a good soundtrack. I can't remember the last good soundtrack. Wow. I remember getting the Airhead soundtrack and loving it. <laughs> Private funny. Part soundtrack was another really great one. Let's see. Yeah, I think man. the last soundtrack I got was like Stand By Me. Oh, man. That was, that was a I while ago. I love that one. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a different type of music. <laughs> yeah. Though, for sure. But yeah. So that's Arnold for this one. Yeah, I'll give you a preview list. of the ones we're going to uh, talk about next uh, next pod. So if you want to uh, join us for it, you can uh, you can do that. I'll tell you what. I'll be here. Yes. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks. All right. Uh, actually, that might be three weeks, yeah. uh, but we'll see. So Arnold Part 3, and this is going to be the final 10 that we're going to do with Arnold. And we're going to be talking about The Sixth Day, Collateral Damage, Terminator 3, The Expendables 1 and 2, The Last Stand, Escape Plan, Maggie, Terminator Genesis, Killing Gunther, and Terminator Dark Fate. Hell yeah, it's dude. It's super exciting. Fuck yeah. I heard a rumor about the Expendables because they're really deep into it right now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They're starting Expendables 4. I'm not sure if they started production, but they're they're slowly announcing people. Definitely Stallone and Statham are back. I'm sure John peop- Cena is going to be But in it. people are saying they need to get Mr. T. Yes, <laughs> so, bro. So I think that's the rumor now that Mr. T is very po- That'll get me to see it alone. Dude, that first would be of all. awesome. If we can get Clubber Lang in oh. there. To go oh, with his old buddy. Man. Makes no sense. He's doing I commercials. I'm the fool that don't put fucking Mr. T in Expendables 4. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's doing commercials right now and he looks good. Really? So he, so there's no reason for him not to kind of be in that. So I'd love to see I'm that. excited. I don't know what other major action star we could pull out that we would love to see. I mean, the thing is, though, is like, this <laughs> one, it better be fucking good. because It like, all depends on who they get, too. You know, who's an action star that would be perfect in that we, not, that we didn't that think That hasn't of? been in That already? hasn't been in one? Jeff Speedman. <laughs> Jeff Speedman would be an interesting uh, choice, to be honest with you. Um, uh, who else? Uh, they're never going to get him because he's an asshole now, which would be Seagal. Yeah. But he would be in that element of all those guys that I they're guess. getting. Are you sure he wasn't in one of them? If he was, it was in three. Uh, I've seen all three of them. I just don't remember them as much as I remember the first one. Yeah. There's tons of wrestlers that they could use for Brian sure. Bosworth. Yeah, Brian Bosworth's a good that'd pick. Be, be That's awesome. a good choice right there. Uh, shit, what does he even look like now? I don't know. <laughs> Might be a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, man, I'll have to get back to you on that one. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan would be a good one. Jackie Chan, come on. Well, I mean, Jet Li was in it, but I mean, it's fucking Jackie Chan. Yeah, man. Jackie Chan would be good, and he looks great now, too. They could make him like the villain or something. Yeah, man. dude. That would be awesome. Yeah, that it could be fun. I mean, I really like the first one, and 
And I like the second one except for a couple stuff. Pierce Brosnan. I, uh, yeah, Pierce Brosnan would be he good. He would be a great bad guy too. Yeah, right? Yeah, he would be a great bad guy in that. Uh, the problem is, is they they forced the the special guest stars that they brought in. They yeah. were forced. Like the forcing the Chuck Norris one in, I don't know if it was two or three when he just showed up as like a random sniper that just happened yep. to be at the fucking site. Yep. And they had him on the screen for two seconds. It's similar with like the Bruce Willis. Oh, we were just trying to get Bruce Willis in the movie. Right. You know, no yeah. big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so they just need to be a little smart. And Stallone's a great scriptwriter, so I know he can do it if he puts his mind to it. So we'll see. But yeah, that's it for right now. Next yeah, week. Yeah, oh my God, next week. The big trivia challenge next week. Justin is... Two and zero. Oh. Yeah, three and three and zero. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Justin's three and zero. Oh, so, fourth round fight, <laughs> and uh, we'll see if you can take Dave in the ultimate uh, trivia challenge next week. We're also going to be a wild card episode, so everyone's going to bring four movies with them that they want to talk about. Justin's been biting, best, uh, best list ever. He's, he's not at the bit to share his list with you. Mine keeps shifting, and I've watched a couple, and now I was like, man, I shouldn't have watched them a couple weeks ago because now I'm going to have to watch them again. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to wait. Mine's going to be a last-minute decision yeah. on there. It could be... Something fantastic, or it could be my girl. I don't know. I know what my girl. <laughs> I, I know one definitely from mine, and we haven't talked about it. I don't mm. think ever before, so it's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure. I don't I'm know what giving, Dave's going to be. I'm not giving any hints no, about no mine. hints. Yeah. All right, so that's going to be epic for sure. So visit us next week for that. We have I've got the next ten already chosen. It's going to be also, awesome stuff coming out. Also going to be snacks. It's going to be snacks? Yeah, there's going to be snacks. Not loud ones. (laughs) (laughs) We can't have that. (laughs) But if you want to shoot us a message, you can send us an email, fascinatingfilms at gmail.com. You can also uh, check out our Facebook page where we list all our, uh, uh, tell you what episodes drop in every week, and we throw that collage of pictures up. You can also leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, SoundCloud and iTunes, and uh, we'd appreciate it. But until next week, the Trivia Challenge. See ya. Peace. Sweetheart, be reasonable. After all, we're married. Consider that a divorce.